Hey guys, this is Nikki DeSalvatore and welcome to A Mom and a Mic. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and was created to provide a safe place for moms of every age, every walk of life, and every background. My prayer for you is to find solace, comfort, laughter, hope, and inspiration as we journey through this adventure called Life Together. Today I'm sharing with you episode number five called Soul Shopping Without a Sale. If you would like to share today's episode with a friend or would like today's show notes, just go to amomandamike.com and look for episode number five, Soul Shopping Without a Sale. Also, I would love for you to reach out and connect with me on my Facebook page, A Mom and a Mike. Here you will find words of inspiration, reminders to keep you motivated, and dialogue to get you through the week, hopefully making you smile and laugh. Have you ever asked yourself the question, why am I not happy? Why do I feel so sad? And have you ever found that even though you know you have a good life, good family, good friends, it just felt like something was missing? I know for me, I've often found myself thinking, I know I have so much to be thankful for and I know I shouldn't feel this way. Yet, I still felt like I wanted more. Although I didn't want to admit it, these were the conversations that more often than not encircled my mind. I never stopped to answer these questions because I didn't know how to respond to any of them. And honestly, I was afraid of discovering a me I wouldn't be able to accept. Or even scarier, discovering a me the world wouldn't be able to accept. So after chatting with a friend of mine recently, he pointed out that even though we don't know the answers, it's very important that we recognize the importance of finding them out. In my life, No matter if I was alone as a single mom, or if I was in a secure marriage with a few children around, I was always grateful for a good life. But even though I knew I had a lot to be thankful for, a part of me sensed that what I was actually living was the life everyone else expected me to live. So, in the season of shopping, it made me think, what if, for the first time in my life, I started off my Christmas shopping, not in search for the perfect gift, but rather in search of my true self. This time, I would shop for something far greater in value, yet far more difficult to find. My identity, my soul, the core of who I really was, even at the cost of not matching the label everyone tagged me to be. And then I stopped and I thought, how would I shop? Would it be quick, knowing I had a busy schedule? Would it be stingy, knowing I had limited resources and needed to save money for others? And where would I shop? Would I stroll the aisles of Oscar de la Renta, or would I look for a bargain on the shelves of a dollar store? How much was my soul really worth to me? What price would I put on finding my identity and character? And that's when I stopped. I stopped dead still with a profound revelation that the heart of who I was couldn't be bought at a price, nor should I settle for something else just because it was on sale. And then it really hit me, how could I shop for someone else this Christmas season when I don't even know myself? So this has actually led me into a new voyage, a voyage of self-discovery, and although this is an ongoing journey... I've started to uncover some real-life ways to help us go soul shopping without a sale. Number one, be still. You can't develop a relationship with yourself when you're going 90 miles a minute. Tonight, as I was watching my son play football outside, 
I took a few minutes to lay back on the grass and just look up at the sky. It was only a few minutes, but it actually helped me to feel connected. Now, I'm sure there's a psychological reason behind why this led to a more secure feeling, but all I know is I felt more anchored to my soul. Just laying down on the grass. Regardless of where you're at, take some time to just be still. You'll be surprised at what answers you truly hear. Number two, notice what puts you in a good mood temporarily and what keeps you there. Try and be more aware of your feelings and take note on what makes your heart feel loved or what causes your pulse to race. Number three, make a conscious decision to be the person the Lord wants you to be. There is something very liberating about knowing that the path of our existence isn't left into just our hands. Ask him to help you find who you are in God, not who you are in the world. Number four, understand that this life is just a big classroom and that we are all here to learn. We're not here to accomplish a certain amount of goals or to be entertained 24-7. We are simply here to learn. Although I'm still trying to fully grasp this concept, I think I'm beginning to let go of the preconceived expectations that I have a set number of things to achieve in the course of my life. I have begun looking at mistakes as simple lessons learned instead of internalizing them into part of who I am. The truth is, we are not defined by our failures, and when we look at our lives knowing we are here on this earth to learn, it truly changes our perspective on everything. So, in the words of Dr. Maya Angelou, we should do the best you can until you know better. Then, when you know better, do better. Number five, go on a date with yourself. You know, it always bothered me if I was at a restaurant and looked over to see someone eating by themselves. Immediately, my heart fell for them because I equated their aloneness with actual loneliness. There was something inside of me that always wanted to march right up to their table and ask them to join me at mine. So beyond thankful that I didn't actually approach anyone with this invitation, I realized how shallow my thinking really was. Not to mention, I spared myself from being portrayed as a crazy lady who couldn't just eat and mind her own business. But what I've learned is this. Learning to go on a date with yourself will do wonders for your soul. Sure, it's going to be a little awkward at first, but give it a chance. After three dates, I promise you, you'll understand what I'm saying. Just like getting to know a person in a new relationship, going on a date with yourself will unlock barriers you never knew existed. Number six, make your yes strong and your no even stronger. You know, thinking back when I was a teenager, I remember my parents being so worried that little Nick Nick would be okay now that I was entering the adult zone. I specifically remember overhearing one conversation upon graduation where they were trying to figure out a plan to help me survive in the world as a new adult. At the time, I thought they were being very overprotective, but if truth be told, I was 18 going on 12, was meek and indecisive, and had not developed a strong yes, nor an even halfway strong no. Establishing this will be difficult at first, but after you feel what it's like to stand up for something small, it gets easier to stand up for something big. In fact, you'll get so good at it that you won't even allow your no to enter your space. Acknowledge what is poison to you 
and what brings you life. Number seven, remember who you were. Remember what you loved once. You know, one of the things I regret in my life is throwing away letters from old boyfriends, pictures of moments in the past, or trinkets that long ago once defined who I was. After getting married, yes, for the second time, I was so focused on starting over that I threw away things that marked a memory of who I once was. I was so afraid that if I held on to those things, I would disrespect my new marriage. And what I didn't realize was that it wasn't wrong to remember how I was years ago, to allow myself to appreciate what past experiences taught me or helped shape me into the woman I am today. See, I think part of losing ourselves started somewhere along our lives when we began listening to others and what our preferences should be, instead of staying strong to what we originally loved in the first place. So, if you still have the shoebox with keepsakes from the past, get it out, and take yourself on a journey to remember what you used to love once ago. In the words of Father Richard Rowe, true self is this. It's the face you had before you were even born. Number eight, don't equate your success with your identity. After listening to Father Richard, he went on to say that success is hardly ever your true self, only your early window dressing. It gives you some momentum for the journey, but it is never the real goal. Success in this world is temporary. It feels really good for a short while, but it's not going to last forever. You can't rely on your beauty, your square footage of your house, or the title on your desk at work to be your identity. He says the only true success is when your soul expands. And unfortunately, that happens during times in which you are unsuccessful. It happens during the long nights when you lay awake crying over a marriage lost. Or you've wept over the realization that an adult child is on their own and is no longer by your side. Our souls expand when we are faced with paying bills after losing a job or when we have to sharpen our sword of faith because a sickness has entered our lives. Why does the Lord shape our true self in hard times? I can't answer that. But what I can tell you is this. It is during these times that our soul is expanded and we develop the core of who we are. Number nine, stop being the victim. When we have the mindset that the world is out to get us, then your true identity gets masked. Father Richard said that when we don't have to play the victim or create victims, you're free. When you don't have to blame another group, you're free. When you don't have to blame another race or religion, you're free. When you don't have to blame another country or culture, you're free. It's such a waste of energy to think that others need to be demoted in order for us to be promoted. And any time you were in that space, you were operating from a false self. In order to find your true self, you have to be willing to let go. Let go of that false self that you've created. This is the self we create that makes us look beautiful. This is the self that we create in which we want people to admire. This is the self which says, look at me, I've attained this status. This is temporary and will go away and it is not who we really are. So, from a person who loves quotes, I decided I'd write one of my own. To me, self-identity isn't the reflection we've manufactured. 
It's the raw existence of something which was already there. Number 10. Accept the journey. Be open to wanting to seek out who you really are and embrace that it's not going to happen in one day. So, here we are. We're on the brink of holiday shopping season. A season of hope. A season of life. A season we have all needed for so long. Let's not make it a season of crowded stores. Of late night bargain hunting. Of exasperated discoveries all with one single purpose. To find the perfect gift. I challenge you with this question once again. How can you shop for someone when you don't even know yourself? This is a journey. It's a beautiful ongoing journey that you can't achieve by frantic last minute shopping. It's not a journey where coupons can be cut, bargains can be made, and negotiations can be considered. It's a voyage that begins with times of stillness that travels through conscious inner awareness and embarks with a complete willingness to spend the time to go soul shopping without a sale. Until next week, my friend, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he shine his face upon you and give you peace. Know that the light in me acknowledges, honors, loves, and respects the light within you. Thanks so much for tuning in to a mom and a mic podcast. You have blessed my life by being here with me. This has been a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you want to reach out and connect with me on Facebook, you can find me on my A Mom and a Mike group page, NickStang123 on Instagram, or at NickyDeSalvatore1 on Twitter. If something spoke to your heart today, or if you just want to be kind, please subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating. Remember, be strong, be encouraged, be loved.